They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, we're bringing you a public service announcement about how to stay cool at the Combini. Last year, we recommended a number of items, but this year, we walk you through each of our own strategies for keeping cool. The Cheeky Wars are still in high gear, and in a heated segment, Matt and Mike talk about the merits of craft beer. Now let's head over to the Combini. They're the Combini, they're the Combini, they're the Combini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Top of the line, Mike, uh, settling in with uh, one bong hit, some uh, stuff called Wedding Crasher, and looking forward to my dinner of French fries and barbecue sauce, cheese and fruit plate, Greek salad, homemade popsicles, and ice cream sundaes delivered between 8 and 8.30 this evening. How are things for you in uh, Toyama? Well, I'm really jealous hearing that lineup. That sounds absolutely amazing. You got a, ni- a nice night cut out for you, it sounds like. Yeah, and we're watching the second half of Zootopia, which is also oh. exciting. <laughs> okay. Excellent film. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be really good. Um, yeah, things are good here. We're on the switch around today. I'm up in the office. It's the morning here, night there for you. Um, yeah, things are good. Um, yesterday, Leo and I had Boys Day Part 2. Now that my mind's open the shop, awesome. uh, every Saturday, Saturday is the Boys Day. HelloSlowly.com. Check it out, everybody. Get on the list, yeah, and we'll let you know when it's out. Um, uh, and yeah, so Matt, it's Boys Day. You know what we're doing. First thing, hey, heading to the Combini. Um, went to grab... Uh, an iced coffee, and Leo got a Pocari sweat, Matt. Um, <laughs> Is that the proudest day of your life so far, or what? how'd that feel? Yeah, it felt really good, um, but, uh, I mean, there was some, you know, choice of mine in, in, involved in that as well. But um, it made me laugh, Matt, when we, we, we stepped out of the Combini after buying our things, Leo said, Combini boys! <laughs> Combini boys! Really? <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea why. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Yeah. So. Of course, while he doesn't appear on the show, he is. He is an official Kanbini boy now. He's he's undergone his training, still a young Padawan, but his trajectory mm-hmm. does sound incredible, especially with his knowledge of ice cream and now yeah. this latest news of buying a Pakari sweat. Yeah, man. I mean, when next time you get over here, we're gonna have to take him out, take him out on the on the town, you know, um, the three of us, and you can you can yes. you know, he needs some of your advice as well. But um. do whatever I can. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, let's get into things here today. Um, I know we're both on semi timers. Um, yeah, Matt. Last week, while we were just talking about you know how hot it is. Um, the topic came up of keeping cool at the Combini. Um, and, you know, last year as well, I think when it was in the summer, we had an episode sort of talking about keeping cool at the Combini. But it, we thought, you know, this is a, this is a very important topic. Um, yes, it's like a PSA. PSA, yeah. You, you don't want to get caught out there in the Japanese summer too long without some beacon, you know, to like... To, to help you through that heat. Um, and I think that we both agree that combinis, the yes. combini, one of its great functions is during summer, 
you know, being there to, to help you keep cool. Um, and I think that um, this year, I think we're both kind of just kind of walk our, our listeners and viewers yeah. through kind of like our techniques, uh, how we use the kombini in the summer yes. to keep cool. Um, so do you want to kick things off from your end? You got it, Mike. So Japan gets really hot. It's impossible to describe how hot it is there in the summertime. Yeah. Outrageous humidity, burning sun. Yeah. The kombini, like you said, Mike, is a true beacon. Mm-hmm. And uh, my strategy is very simple. Mm-hmm. First, the kombini's got AC, top of the line AC. You know, I don't know if they've done studies on this, but I'm going to say about 30% of Japan's power grid is dedicated to Konbini AC in the summertime. It's that cold. So, actually, one of our followers on Twitter said his strategy is to do two laps around the Konbini, then by the hall, which I like that idea. Nice little standardized route. Yeah. But, Mike, what I search for, I get a few things first this is really the only time i wander into the cosmetic section of the convenient mm-hmm. for some gatsby cool wipes oh, yeah. many use these just as facial wipes mike but i prefer a full body experience you know yeah. i wipe down like i'm coming out of a contaminated zone with those gatsby wipes ice cream it's a no-brainer but i like to stick with popsicles and mm. ice-based ice cream like Gotti Gotti Coon. Yeah. And then finally, Mike, lots of cold beverages at the Konbini. I know you're a Pakari sweat guy. Leo's yeah. now a Pakari sweat guy. Mm-hmm. I like Hojicha. Mm. No. Is it Hojicha? The one that's... Mugicha. Um, Mugicha. That's yeah. what I like. Hojicha's hot. Mugicha's mm. the cold one. It's a really nice, robust, full-bodied iced tea. Yeah. Very, very solid um, tips there, Matt. Um, I'm, you know, my, my technique, I'd say, in many ways is very similar to yours. Um, there's nothing I enjoy more than, okay, so let, yeah, like Matt was saying, like, in terms of the true, like, degrees, like the numbers, Japan is not, like, the hottest place on the planet, but it is that mix of humidity, especially in the area the Hokuriku area that we both have spent, you know, Amen. majority of our times uh, in Japan. And, um, so in the summer, you like, and in Japan, you have, for the most part, you don't have centralized air conditioning. You have like, you know, it's everything's like in your house, for example, it's all room to room. So, and you don't want to be using your AC in rooms you're not in. So the way that it normally works is you're in your kitchen or living room, mm-hmm. whatever. And that place is feeling great. But mm. once you walk out into that hallway, into the bathroom. Oh, oh, no, not the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, you go into the bathroom in the oh, summer. And man, your sweating. butt cheeks stick to that toilet seat like, uh, <laughs> you know, like it's sweating honey. Yeah, you know? yes. So, okay, so that's a setup. So you're at home. You leave the comfort of your nice, you know, very cool room, mm-hmm. and then you're out into the open world. And, um, you know, that time between when you're outside to when you get the kombini, that's tough. And you're already <laughs> sweating by the time you're, you get in the car. Sweating. Or you start walking. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> I agree. There's nothing better 
then you've, you're sweating like crazy. You get to the Combini door and that automatic door opens up and you can just feel that, that cool breeze begin to refresh you. So I like to go in there and first I just stand on the, the entrance mat and do a sort of, you know, you know, like a sun salute, sort of, you know, like a... Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm not serious, but internally, that's how I feel. I get in there and I feel like, whoo, praise the sun, sort of, or not praise the sun, praise the air conditioning. And so then I usually take my normal route. I'm taking a right or a left and heading back to the drink section. And then, you know what, I, during the summer, because it is so hot... I like to spend a couple, you know, I'll open up a couple coolers, Ooh, take a look. Nice, yeah. Get a little blast. And um, normally I'd go for a Pocari Sweat if I'm just going for a drink. But during the summer, there's so many just exciting, like, cool drinks. You know, um, ciders and carbonated beverages and... Um, on and on. You know, juices. Yeah, on and on. So then what I'll do is, uh, depending on the time of day, um, if I want something cool, you know, a food that's cool... I'll go to what we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. Look in, look at the section of cold noodles, Matt. Um, oh, yes. Hiyashi chuka, soba, you know, whatever it might be. That's a great way to keep you cool. Um, and then, you know what I like, Matt? And I'm surprised you didn't notice. I like the canned coffee in the summer as well because, you know, whereas in the, the winter... You get a you get one of those hot cans you put it in your pocket. I mean that's almost like keeping it, your whole body warm. Same thing can be said for the the cool can in in so the summer. It's a big miss on my part. Yeah, I was Matt. I'm really surprised here. So yeah, you get one of those in your pocket, man. You're feeling great. Um, and then as for the ice cream, I think you nailed it right on the head. Um, you want to go for more sort of ice based uh, ice creams. I really enjoy the Degari Gari Kun as well um, for that that sort of thing. And then Leo, because he's become such a cocky Gordy maniac. Oh, great. Cocky Gordy being uh, frozen ice or shaved ice. Um, depending on the community, they actually have shaved ice sort of um, packs. Like you can get little packs of shaved ice. That's awesome. Um, they're, they're not like super high quality, but they're, they're, they're actually good. And cocky Gordy during the summer is just Yeah, that's the best. Out. Standing, yeah. I, I think we, we talked about a couple weeks ago that we wanted Convenia to try to put some more effort in that. I don't know why they haven't, but... Um, they got to make a move on that. They got to make a move on it. So, in general, you know what, my... Um, and then, you know, speaking of the bathroom, hey, you want to you wanna do your business, Convenia is a great place to do it because even, even the, the bathroom is very, very cool. So, um, yeah, Matt, in general, I'm right with you, but... Um, yeah, I think those are my that's that's my sort of uh, uh, way of keeping cool at the competing. Well said, Mike. And everybody, be safe out there. When it's hot, go find a conbini. Stay yeah. cool. Stay cool. All right, Mike. Now we gotta head into the chicky wars. All right. And Mike, it's another busy week. Last week was crazy oh. busy. This week it's busy again. We got three new chickies out okay. at Lawson Seven Eleven and Family Mart. Let's start with Lawson, Mike. They got a new Kata Age-kun out, and I think they've done this one before, but they're calling it new. This is the barbecue <laughs> Kata Age-kun, Mike, and there our friend is Kata Age-kun. He's got a big old cookout going. He's got a, he's got a big fat ribeye, it looks like. Mm. 
big slice of th- onion and a red pepper. That's a weird combo with the ribeye. Mm. But, Mike, what are your thoughts on this barbecue karaage-kun here? Yeah, I feel like I've had this before, for sure. I, this is a flavor that has definitely been out before, but I don't know if they're including this as a new one because, you know, maybe they're tinkering with the flavor a little bit. Mm-hmm. I love some BBQ. BBQ sauce, Matt. Um, I love, you know, I, what what else can be said? Um, are you are you a barbecue sauce man yourself? Let's just say, Mike, I've got a big sheet pan of French fries staying warm in the oven and a brand new bottle of barbecue sauce to go with them. And I, I'm doing everything in my power not to go eat those right now. So I like barbecue sauce, but... I don't know if they can pull it off here with with this is not a sauce. This is a yeah. flavor. This is a seasoning. So I think this will be disappointing ultimately. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer to see Karage kun come up with some dipping sauces. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or use that new technology. Yep. New technology, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike. Let's head now to I'm gonna go to Family Mart actually and check out okay. they've got a new crispy chicky out, Mike. We talked about the habanero crispy chicken last week. Now we're talking about the Kameda Kare Sen flavor crispy chicken, Mike. And it's Kameda. Kameda is, a, I guess, they're a cracker or like a senbei company, and they make a curry flavor. So th- this must have the the curry senbei maybe as part of the coating even. Maybe it's, maybe it's like the batter. If mm. not, it's, a, of course, at least the seasoning. So this is a curried flavor crispy chicken with maybe even like a senbei crust on the outside. We're not sure. Wow, very interesting. Yeah, now I'm, I just pulled up Kameda no Kare Sen. Have seen these before. Yeah, curry-flavored senbei. Senbei being that, yeah, that those rice crackers. Delicious. That are so crackling, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a good combination, right? You know, with the... Yes, crispy chicken. Crispy chicken. Um, I don't some know. senbei, it feels like... My skull is rattling. It's so crispy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think this could go two ways. I, I hope that they're including that crackle of the sembe yes, in there. Yes. Um, if it is just the flavor, then I guess it would be just kind of like a a curry flavored crispy chicken, which probably isn't too bad. Not um, bad. So yeah, I'd say this could go a number of ways. It could be great, or it could be just okay. I also suggest a dipping sauce for this, especially mm-hmm. given the narrow shape. It would fit very easily into a yeah. little dipping container. Yeah. All right, Mike, let's take a look at our last chicky. This hey. surely isn't new. This is out of 7-Eleven, though. I don't know. There's a bigger story here because it's part of a, a summer festival at 7-Eleven. Good God. But they got the Nana Chicken Red, which, mm-hmm. uh, of course, must refer to hot and spicy nana chicky. I gotta say, Mike, the photo we're looking at looks like a heavily seasoned, this thing almost looks like a Cheeto, mm-hmm. like Donald Trump in August, you know, just like <laughs> flaming orange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks delicious. Yeah, it does look delicious. Um, this can't be new, right? They had no, to have No, they must have Nanachiki Red. Or maybe red. they just call it the spicy Nanachiki. Maybe it's just a word game. Okay. Maybe, maybe this is something new. They, they are saying Tojo, so it's, you know, coming out. Coming um, out. But, yeah, so. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to check if this... We'll, we'll have to go through our logs. You know, we have 
we have 93 episodes worth of logs. We can, we can do a quick search and try and figure this out. But, um, um, yeah, what's not to love about this, Matt? I mean, red is probably the premier, you know, flavor of, uh, of, of chicky, you know, um, besides the, the, the standard, um, looks, yeah, looks great. Does not have quite the, you know, the, the, the appeal of the habanero hot family oh, chicken that, that we saw looked, last week. Maybe this is in response to the habanero family chicken. I, I think it must be, but like in terms of the, the sort of the, sh- the, the layer that, yeah, that's sort of the, the texture. I mean, this is more, looks like a, you know, a, a fried chicken. Where's that look like? I mean, whew, I don't even know how to describe that. Just beautiful. Um, definitely going to try it. You know, um, can't, would no reason not to go out and try this. This looks, this has to be good. There's no, there's no chance it's not good. And everybody, check out the summer festival happening at Seven Eleven. They got some Maybe. interesting products. We don't have time to dig into those now because I got two Sundays on the way. But <laughs> next week, maybe we can take a look at that. All right, Matt. That well, wraps up hey. the Chicky Wars, Mike. Yep, and that sends us over to the scoreboard. So, Matt, this week, let me give you the numbers. We've got Family Mart, 39, Lawson, 48, 7-Eleven, 107, Minisop, 29, Daily Yamazaki, 16, Seiko Mart, 11, New Days, 18. Any thoughts? Yeah, only that Lawson has a lot of products out this week. They normally don't have in the 40s. They're almost at 50, and they're all food products. There's no stationery or other garbage in there. This is a lot of food coming out at Lawson next week. Yeah, very exciting. Um, yeah, like you said, normally when you see those numbers, you're thinking some sort of weird, yeah, yeah weird line that they've they've released. But um, all right, Matt. Well, let's head over. We we got we're on the clock here. Um, let's go over to your loser this week. Um, and uh, Matt, what are we looking at here? Mike, we're looking hmm. at spaghetti and meatballs from Lawson, and <clears throat> some ways. You know, I hate to do this because I love yeah. spaghetti and meatballs. Love it. In fact, I think my last meal, if I could choose it, would be my bomb's spaghetti and meatballs. I really yeah. love it. So how could I do this? Well, Mike, as part of a volume campaign, Lawson is dousing these spaghetti and meatballs with 15 meatballs. Wow. They're counting, and I counted them. There are 15 meatballs in there, and... I just, that's too many meatballs. <laughs> it's too many meatballs. Like three would be plenty. You don't need 15 meatballs, especially when it's a billion degrees out. There's almost a thousand calories here. Mm. The, the only way I could see using this is to feed a family. This could feed a family. There are so many yeah. meatballs in there, but I don't think that's how most will do it. I think they'll eat this at lunch or dinner and, and you know, that's, that's too many meatballs, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very surprised. This does look great. Um, you know, the meatballs does, and the, the little the dusting of the oh, uh, Parmesan cheese yes. there. I will say, you know, the number, you know, of course, you know, three well-sized meatballs is as good as 15 small um, meatballs. I don't know how big these are, but um, at 1,000 calories, you got to imagine point. this is this is a big one. I agree. Probably not bite-sized meatballs, that's true. 
Probably might, yeah. But I will say, Matt, this is um, not a summer item, I, I don't think. And yeah, like I said, don't eat this at lunch. Holy crap. Oh, it's over. Yeah, you're fired. You're probably fired <laughs> if you eat this at lunch. Um, yeah, Matt. Uh, yeah, just not the right season. You know, show this again in maybe autumn or November. And maybe, yeah, yeah. And then maybe you're talking about a different thing. Although, again, I agree. This is, This seems a little bit too much. Except for the the most hungry of uh, convenient goers. Oh. Yes. All right, Matt. I've got something that's going to be very probably controversial, and I'd like to say I I don't think this in itself is uh, is a loser. These these look great, but here I'm going, Matt. I'm gonna. Oh God. We might get you. some blowback here, Matt. I'm at Seiko Mart, and what Seiko Mart here has here is the craft beer selection. They've got five really great looking craft beers. Um, we got one from Kyoto. We got one from Otaru. We got the Abashiri Artisan Ale, the Session IPA, and the Karuizawa Ale. Matt, you know what I'm, you know where I'm going with this. Um, so, all right, all right. I think craft beer is is good. You know, I every I, I enjoy like one IPA every once in a while. You know, but when we're talking summer, mm. Japanese beer is probably the greatest number one. You know, number one, the number one drink that you can have, especially if you can get that Nama beer, man. You get mm -hmm. a Nama beer, a draft beer in the summer, and you're loving life. And I gotta say. Japan, we often poke fun at them because we say, you know, all the beer tastes the same. It pretty much does. Um, but they've got a special thing going. It's a, it's a very unique sort of industry of beer. It's all tastes the same. It's all pretty much the same. We did a taste test. We, you know, we un uncovered some differences, but for the most part, it's the same. And I got to say, this is going to be, again, controversial. I think that the whole craft beer thing the craze i think it sort of took america by storm and i think that people sort of began to over evaluate the goodness of craft beer it's like mm. you know i just want some very heavy beer that i can drink like slowly and you know feel very full and you know it's like 10 percent per beer i want to drink a lot of beer you know i don't want to drink just one beer i want to drink you know like three, four, five beers and be, you know, you can do that with the Japanese lager. Can't do that with the IPAs. You get, feel too heavy and you'll be too drunk. So I don't know, Matt, I, I have various thoughts on this topic. I know there's going to be some blowback for this, but what, what do you think about, about the whole craft beer thing? I'm done with craft beer. That's what I okay. think about craft beer. I can't walk into a liquor store without having an anxiety attack because of all the options. <laughs> Cut it out with the options. I saw some Sour Patch Kid beer recently. Who's drinking this? Come on, what? everybody. Sour and can't some company roll this shit up by now? Anheuser-Busch, just buy all these mother efforts. What's taking so long? Roll this shit up. And get rid of a bunch of these. Selection's too great. It's like trying to choose a Netflix show. It's a horrible experience. I hate it. Plus... You get drunk too damn fast. I had an yeah. IPA the other night, and I don't really drink anymore because I'm mm -hmm. hitting the bong. I'm hitting the bong because my anxiety <laughs> from craft beer selection. This image is triggering me, as a matter of fact. All right. Sorry, man. Sorry. 
I and I know you're right. I Japanese think even, beer is incredible, especially in summertime when it's hot. Yeah, and I I will say again, like I even have friends who like have you know like are are in the sort of like craft beer scene of Japan, whether it's like creating it, and I think even some of our listeners and followers are, are involved as well. No shade at craft beer itself. I just think that like this is more like a sort of a yeah response to like the American how it's sort of completely taken over. Um, and like Matt was saying, like I you know I'm trying to find just a lager. I can't even find it. You know, it's like I'm trying to manipulate. All right, anyways. Okay, so yeah, a lot of uh, you know context to this. This looks great. Don't get this wrong. Okay. All right, Matt. Anyways, I don't think it looks great. I think it looks. I think it sucks. Go ahead. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go up to your winner, Matt. Um, before we lose any more viewers. Okay. Here we go, Matt. What are we looking at for your winner this week? It's not a loss, and Mike. This is the Frozen Party Melon Soda. Mm. Okay. This is Namune flavored. That uh, the special Japanese soda melon flavor. It's got looks like like vanilla soft serve almost. Can't be too thick because there's no spoon. There's only a straw. Or maybe there's a spoon at the end of the straw. Hard to say. I think there's some cherry jelly in there too, and then it's got melon sauce all over it. Almost looks like ski slopes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you got the patch of green, and then you got the snow-covered mountains that everybody's doing the slalom down. You know, oh my God. summertime. You know, buy two. One to eat, one pour down your pants to keep you cool. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah, and this is something that we both sort of, I think, skipped over on our how to keep cool in the Kombini. And I think it's probably because it's a newer sort of trend within the Kombini now that they have, um, you know, uh, these, uh, what'd you call them? Um, Mix-it machine things. Frap mix machines. it machine things. Yeah, frap machines. Um and this is a yeah new innovation, and um, it's great. As we talked about, I think maybe last week, if you really you want the best, you're probably going to go to Mini Stop. But Lawson is looking great with this, and look at this little bit of you know watermelon flavored uh, cherry jelly, or is it cherry? I, I don't know. Cherry um, Zeddy. Cherry Zeddy. Oh my goodness gracious! That just looks outstanding, Matt. Yeah. Oh boy. You imagine you got on a hot day, you get in there, you get cooled down by that AC, you buy this, go back to your car, probably you don't You're gonna need a heat up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well great choice. Okay, going on to my winner. And Matt, um I've picked an item this week. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I haven't even read the description. It's I read the title and I still don't Jesus. even really understand it. This is a quite a description. Matt, this is the Obode Overflowing Cream Pancake Honey, Matt. Um, and I picked this up because it's one of those items where I don't even know what it is, but just on first glance, I'm just like, damn, that's probably pretty good. So what we've got, we've got a... <laughs> I don't even know. Just a ton of cream poured over something. And now reading the title, you know this is pancakes. And on top, you got honey drizzled on top. This is just like a cream puff explosion, Matt. Um, there's a pancake under there. There's apparently a pancake or multiple pancakes under there. Japan's known for its like very the souffle sort of, pancake. 
the souffle pancakes, which I imagine. You mix that up with some cream. You probably don't even know what is the cream and what is the pancake. That's how sort of creamy and, you know, formless that pancake is. Um, Matt, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, when I picked it up, we were actually like looking through the items together and I said like, I don't even know what this is. Still don't really understand what's going on here, but um, hey, I'm giving it my, my stamp this week as just a something looks probably it's pretty good. I don't know, Mike. Yeah, this this it looks like a table with a tablecloth just been covered in honey. Yeah, I don't know. And then it looks like there might even be liquid cream in the container all around it. Right. But I don't think that's liquid cream. That might just be the plate shining through the plastic container. I'm sure this is great. Who doesn't like a souffle pancake with some honey? Because I'm lactose intolerant, I'd be a little uh, nervous unless I was prepared. So probably right. not one I would choose. But no, it looks beautiful, and I'm sure it's delicious. All right. Fair enough. All right, Matt. Well, hey, we got a. We're both on those those clocks. I'm sure your your Sorry, snacks I didn't give have my already most cogent no. commentary due to my no, we... tricky state here. Okay, all right, Matt. Well, let's close it off. Uh, so, just want to give a big thanks to everybody who bought us a chicky. Carrie G. St. Michelle, M.H. Bongo, Professor H., Matt D., Antonio Waite, Crew of Japan, Devin Pine, Bobby Judo, Anonymous 1 and 2. If you want to buy us a coffee, a.k.a. a chicky, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash conveniboys. Or better yet, check out the Conveni Boys newsletter at conveniboys.substack.com. It's free, but hey, if you want to become a subscriber, become hey, a paying we, subscriber. We'd love it, you know, and um, help to support the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll have some exciting goodies there as well for our paid subscribers at some point. For our podcast listeners, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be, please share and rate. If you're on YouTube, subscribe and like. Check us out on Twitter. A lot of fun stuff going on there. Matt, um, it's been another great week. But for now, I'll see you at the Conveni. See you at the Conveni, Mike. <laughs>